the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And uh, the extinguisher was uh, broken out. Uh, and it doused me. It, it caked me and coated me last night because Marcus Simeon did not get over the fence. Uh, Lundy, your home run pick to click, I believe, also did not. Uh, he did events. not. It, it that damn. So I had I had Joey Votto. Okay, I had <laughs> Joey Votto. And here's oh Brad, you want to know pain? I'll share pain with everybody <laughs> yeah, real I didn't quick. See Hold the on. Game. Okay, let me let me share pain with everybody. And it wasn't with the home run. I had a parlay last night that thanks to a boost that DraftKings gave me had a payout of six hundred and sixty seven dollars. Oh. Brad. Oh, oh nice. Um, and so part of that parlay was Joey Votto over one and a half total bases. Well, Joey managed to get me a single, and then he was going to be due up, and they went into extra innings. If you weren't paying attention, they went into extra yeah, innings. I so, didn't see that. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, okay, I got to get Arizona's got to get a run in the bottom of the 10th to force this to go to the 11th because that'll give Joey Votto one more at bat. Come on, baby. Six, six. Daddy needs a new parrot. <laughs> oh, actually, just my wife needs whatever the hell she wants because yeah. if I'd won that parlay, it was going to her. Uh, no, he uh, struck out swinging, and I missed my parlay thanks to Joey Votto having a bad day. Oh, that's no way to what so we paid. So, so, yes, our home runs came to an end. But I always like to share those kinds of stories because I talked about this on Twitter over the weekend. All those assholes on Twitter that all they ever do is tell you about their wins. Oh, they're winners. Oh, constantly. Everybody's winning. So many years. Yes. And those people do you no good as a better. That is like this isn't just Brad and I trying to pat each other on the back and trying to prop up what we do here on the podcast. But, folks, I'm serious. If these people are not telling you about the times that they shit the bed, they are not doing you any favors as a better. So Brad and I like to share the pain with you in addition to the celebrations because that is what betting is all about. Amen, brother. Preach. Preach, my man. And uh, hopefully – Tonight, we will actually round the yeah. bases and touch them all. So you you bat lead off today. Okay. Give me a home run pick to click here. I'm, I'm actually going to bat lead off in part because you stole my guy. I, I, the guy oh, you're going to give. Yeah. The guy you're going <laughs> to give is actually who I was going to roll with because I love the matchup that he's got going tonight. Yeah. So there's a little teaser. Hang on for that. Uh, Marcelo Zuna. Uh, I'm going to go yeah, there. I know he call. had a, I know he had a round tripper last night, but this guy's rolling right now. 12 home runs on the season. Uh, he had the one against Washington last night. He had two against the Nats. If you go back uh, to the three-game series that they had way back at the beginning of the season, back in April, he's just rolling right now, and he is six for nine lifetime against Eric Fetty, and two of those six are home runs. So I'm going to say that Ozuna stays hot in this matchup between Atlanta and Washington tonight. But you, sir, you stole the guy that I had my spotlight focused on for the home run pick for today. So I will yield the floor to the gentleman from Illinois. Yeah, that would be the BB gun for the Minnesota Twins who's going to pop off. That is Byron Buxton uh, going to Seattle to take on the M's and Marco Gonzalez, uh, who has served up many a baseball on a silver platter this season with a 1.74 home run per nine allowed and a 15.6% home run to fly ball ratio. And you look at Buxton, four for seven with three long balls against Gonzalez in his career. And he's got seven dingers in his last 10 games. A guy that ranks inside the top 11 at exit velocity in baseball and X-ISO, which measures your pure 
power potential. So Buxton for me, but I like that Azuna call. And a little early bonus time, Lundy. Uh, I like Azuna for an RBI plus 115 at DraftKings tonight. Uh, going up against Washington team. He's got a 1,333 OPS against here this season. So there you go. Let's touch them all. Buxton and Ozuna. And let's get after it on this Hockey Hope Day Stanley Cup edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lenny, game one. I know you're nervous as your Colorado Avalanche take it on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Before you get into your selection, uh, I got some information on handle and splits uh, with not only the over-under in this game, but also on the puck line. Uh, Avalanche right now, 53% of the public spread tickets on Colorado on that run line uh, with 63% or the puck line, I should say, 63% of the handle. Meanwhile, you look at uh, the total, it's sitting at a six flat 57% of the bets are on the over, but uh, uh, but 56% of the handle is on the under. Uh, Lundy, looking at that split, I will you know, side with where the money is, and I think this will be under six goals. But uh, I don't know if that's your pick-to-click here uh, in the NHL tonight. So let's drop the puck and make some bucks with selection number one. What do you got for me in this opening stanza of the Stanley Cup? Playoff matchup. Well, here's what you got to know. We'll go to the total, and I'll get you the pick here in a second. The Avalanche have still not said who is going to start in goal. Um, in it, They basically had media day yesterday. You know how they do media day at, at, at the Super Bowl, the teams come in. They basically yeah. did media day yesterday over at the arena, um, and they have not identified who is going to start in goal. They have said, and Darcy Kemper was actually uh, at the podium um, and he said he is 100%. If you recall, he pulled himself out of one of the games against Edmonton, and Pavel Fransos had to actually come in and finish things uh, off and, and, and is actually undefeated in this postseason. He is 6-0 and right now. Um, but uh, Jared Bednar, the head coach of the Avalanche, has not said who's going to start in net uh, for the Avs. That said, I think regardless of who starts, I like where you're going with the under uh, in this one. But I'm actually going to start things off with a same-game parlay. Nice and easy. I'm going to get us a plus 120 payday. I'm going to take the abs on the money line to be able to take game one at home, playing off the energy. I do not think they're going to you're going to see a lot of rust out of this team, even though they have not played uh, in over a week. And I'm going to take that total up to seven and a half. That's the option that DraftKings gives me is a seven and a half. If I take the abs money line and the under on the seven and a half, it actually has a payday of plus 120. If you don't like that one, your other alternative, I think we're going to see at least one overtime game in this series but I do not believe that it's going to be game one. So if you were to take the abs in regulation, that is actually at an even money. That is at a plus 100. But that's my first sort of layout. Same game parlay. Abs money line under seven and a half. And at DK, that is a plus 120. Ooh, let's party with a little same game parlay. Number four. All right, Lundy, uh, pick number two. And I am uh, assuming you're going to go to the player props market for this one. In game one of the Stanley Cup Finals, what is it? Uh, player prop, we go back to one that we have used several times. I actually think this might be the bet that I made the most on You Bet Tonight uh, on Altitude Television <laughs> here in Denver. I think this is the bet that I made the most over the course of the season. But, folks, it's because it paid. And that is for Kale McCarr to have a power play point. And at DraftKings right now, it's the best odds I've seen so far this morning as of tape time, is at a plus 130 
five. Makar is, um, frankly, he's out there on the ice constantly. He's basically should put on one of the referee uniforms because he basically never leaves the ice. Um, he is out there constantly. He is out there uh, in terms of uh, their top line. He's out there from a defensive standpoint. He right now, if you look at the odds, is the odds on favorite for the Con Smythe. I told you on yesterday's podcast, I actually believe that Nathan McKinnon is a better bet for that. But Makar is also the point when it comes to their power play. So he is out there uh, when they have the man advantage. So put all that together. It doesn't matter if it's an assist or a goal. Plus 135 for him to notch a point on the man advantage tonight. Oh, and I'll throw my hat in the ring here. Uh, Nate McKinnon. Atta, baby. Nate McKinnon over four and a half on the SOG. I have to you do it. I love that bet, which isn't a bad bet, by the way, because he really does uh, fire the shots. But this this is, I think, the, the second, maybe the third time you've dug into this well. I, well, I, I believe I – well, no, I'm not undefeated. I'm undefeated on backing Colorado Avalanche uh, player props. So this could extend to 3-0 because I hit my other two. I've only made three hockey bets ever. So, I mean, my beak is still very wet uh, and still very wet behind the ears overall uh, when it comes to uh, these selections. But it's minus 135 right now on the over on the four-and-a-half SOG for Nate McKinnon, which he has done in nine of 14 postseason games. And, uh, you know, you talked about uh, Vezilevsky, uh, the goalie for the Tampa Lightning, uh, is the best in between the pipes. But you and I were talking off air yesterday that you believe that the Avalanche are going to come out aggressive and really just – you know, pepper the goal as much as humanly possible. So really good chance McKinnon has maybe like six, seven shots on gold and easily cashes on this over the four and a half SOG. Number three. All right, with hockey put to rest, let's go ahead and go to the diamond and a guy that is as hot as the reading on the thermometer right now in St. Louis. That is Paul Goldschmidt, Lundy. Uh, you know, this heat wave, you experience in Colorado, you had triple digit temperatures. It's unbearable. Uh, I was in Detroit. It was very pleasant, like 80 degrees, and that bubble of sizzling air had yet to march and advance that far east, and I got back home yesterday. I got out of the car, and I was like, oh, my God, it's a sauna. It's ridiculous here. Uh, but Paul Goldschmidt, uh, he must uh, perform very well in the heat um, because he gets a good lather. He gets uh, nice and limber, and he is lumbering up right now. And I'm going to take the over one and a half total bases against the Pittsburgh Pirates. You can get this at plus money, plus 100 right now at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at what Goldie has done here these last uh, three games against the Buccos. Nine for 12. With a, uh, let's see, four home runs and a double. So he's got five extra base hits, nine RBI on top of that, and a 1,393 overall OPS against Pittsburgh this season. Roanzi Contreras is taking the ball for the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's actually been pretty good as a starter with a 2.21 ERA, but you cannot cool off Goldschmidt. So holy Schmidt. I'm going to take the over here, plus 100 at DraftKings on that one-and-a-half total basis. Fade or follow? Follow the heat wave, people, and that is exactly what Goldschmidt is right now. He is one of the – like, if you wanted to go camping right now, you just put him out uh, in the middle of the rock circle and everybody just stands around him. Just amidst heat. Yes, that's that's what he's doing right now. It's yeah. insane. Ride this heater while you can. To me, this is uh, what we have, what we did, Brad, over the course of the NBA season. You find somebody that's stroking it from outside. You take those three point, uh, you take those made three pointer props, and you load up on them until somebody cools off. And right now, that is what Goldschmidt is doing. Take it, take it, take it. I love this bet on the over on the one and a half total bases. Of course, 
Then again, I also liked Joey Votto over total bases last night, too. Yeah, uh, Paul, don't, don't pull a Votto. Let's make some cash with the over on total bags. Stay tuned for my top picks of the day in Major League Baseball Plus. Banners time! Not only on the diamond, but probably more likely back on the ice. Number two. All right, Lundy, let's get after it on the north side. Uh, again, temperatures there, a very sweaty 95 degrees at game time at Wrigley Field. Uh, the San Diego Padres kept their bats in cold storage uh, through the first handful of innings, and then they unleashed. Ended up scoring a dozen runs in the end. I think it was like a 12-9 to finish. The ball was jumping out of the park. Wilson Contreras had a pair of dongs for the Cubs. Uh, and all the San Diego Padres kept finding were gaps against Kyle Hendricks and that uh, suddenly rancid. Uh, they were, you know, overperforming earlier in the season, but they have been putrid here of late bullpen of the North Siders. Uh, I'm going to go with Jake Cronenworth to score a run tonight. Uh, they're inside Wrigley, and it's used up a little bit at minus 130, but I think it's going to be double figures in total for both these teams and overall scoring, and Cronenworth – uh, he has been catching fire here of late, uh, batting 304 with 11 runs scored in his last 15 games. He has touched home plate at least once in nine of his last 11 contests, uh, batting out of the two spot, which is always very friendly overall. Uh, you look at who is taking the ball for the Cubs at uh, at the starting position. It's Caleb Killian. Uh, last time out, a very respectable performance in his Major League Baseball debut against the Cardinals. Five innings pitch, three earned runs, and six strikeouts. But uh, I think he will be in trouble tonight against the San Diego team. Again, that is really elevating their game, particularly Cronenworth, uh, who over the first couple of months of the season was frigid at the dish. So fade or follow, Big Jake Cronenworth, he's really not that big, uh, to score a run against my Cubs, minus 130 at DraftKings. I was going to say, he's not that, he's my size, dude. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, he's obviously a hell of a lot better baseball player than yeah, I am, but he's yeah. uh, he's basically my size Scrappy. with a little bit of, he's, he's just got a little bit of extra poundage added. Um, I actually like this one because of what you talked about, that, that Cronenworth started off the season just horrendous. Um, I mean, it, it, late in April, I think his batting average was like sub 190. Um, and he's just yeah. been gradually warming up and gradually warming up. So I like the idea of him being able to score the run. I like where he sits in the batting order with the guys that are going to wind up coming up behind him. Um, so put all that together. Yes, I like this. And of course, you know, what do we do here on the pod? We pick on the Cubs. Uh, yes, we do. And uh, considering they've lost eight straight games, it's certainly a profitable endeavor. Number one. All right, let's go to my top play of the day in Major League Baseball. And let's go to Lundy's neck of the woods and the Denver area and talk about the Colorado Rockies and the Cleveland Guardians as they're going to go toe-to-toe. Uh, underwhelming game yesterday from a scoring standpoint. Only seven combined runs between the two teams, which I was taken aback by. I know Shane Bieber, uh, you know, the Bieber fever was real in that contest, uh, but Antonio Zinzatella, respectable for once, uh, which is a rarity. Uh, will it be back-to-back respectable performance for the Colorado Rockies starters? Uh, unlikely, because Austin Gomber is on the hill, and he has given up a 6.21 home ERA this season. Opponents inside Coors Field against the Southpaw batting, oh, just 321, Lundy. That's all. 
Uh, he's given up 19 earned in his last 12 and a third innings pitch. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Rockies to score four-plus runs against Connor Pilkington, uh, who's got a 3.57 ERA, but his 5.56 walks per nine and high barrel percentage at 14.3% say that ERA. Oh, it's coming up. Uh, and I'm going to put that together with Cleveland to score five or more runs against Gomber. And if uh, both those thresholds hit, you're going to plus money right now, even money, plus 100 at BetMGM. Keep in mind, Cleveland averaging just shy of this number, 4.72 runs per game in the month of June. Colorado, meanwhile, averaging 5.82 runs per game inside Coors Field this season. So, again, Colorado four-plus runs. Cleveland five plus runs. Uh, both those hit on a one game parlay at BetMGM. It's plus one hundred. Fade or follow, Lundy. Uh, okay, I'll roll with this one. I, I get a little concerned as to whether or not the slowdown we saw last night is going to catch up to us. Because remember, they actually had to get to extra innings just to get to the seven runs. Yeah, it was uh, weird. when Cleveland, it was it was actually an odd game because you're right. All of a sudden, it was like Senzatello. Like he didn't look like you know you know a, a, a vintage. Uh, you know, Sandy Koufax here, but he he was he actually was pitching relatively well last night. I was actually kind of impressed, but it was a snoozer, man. I think I actually dozed off partway through that game because there was nothing else on. So that was I just had that on in the background and it just it it literally put me to sleep. Um, so I, I what they need to see, you got to see CJ Crone. Uh, step up again. He was, I think, one for five last night. He's the guy that has been leading the way for them in terms of of home runs. He's been there for RBIs. If the Rockies are going to get to the four plus, I think Cleveland can get to the five plus because it's Austin Gomber. Um, But I think from Colorado's standpoint, if they're going to get to the four plus, they're going to need Crone. You know, Charlie Blackman had a good game last night, hit that two run home run. But um, they, they need Crone to step up. He is their RBI machine. And if that can happen and if he can do it with uh, with some of the guys on base, guys like Connor Joe, uh, then he should be able to uh, get up above that number. And if he does, Colorado gets the four plus. So I'll follow. All right. Follow away where there'll be more follows uh, in the bonus time section of the podcast today. Lundy, what else you got for me on this hump day? Uh, I'm going to throw one out if you're listening to us early enough that you can take advantage of the matinee. We've done this a couple of times, so I didn't include it in the pod, in the in the Fade 5, but I will in the bonus time. 1 o'clock Eastern, uh, Miguel Cabrera. Brad, let me give you one more bonus for mm. a home run pick oh. uh, on Cabrera. He is a plus 430 right now at FanDuel. He's 3 for 4 lifetime against Vince Velasquez, and two of those three are home runs. So let's see if he can manage to do it again. I'll take it at the plus 430 odds um and then you talked about ozuna uh for an rbi i made him my featured pick for the home run so how about a same game parlay from that game with three guys that all have really good success against eric fetty give me adam duvall for a hit give me marcel ozuna for a hit give me austin riley for a hit if all three of those guys get a single hit in the game same game parlay plus 156 so not too bad not too bad for three guys i mean duvall's hitting 467 against fetty ozuna i already told you when we were talking about the home run in fact that he's got two round trippers against fetty and then austin riley is six for 15 lifetime against him so you're talking three guys that are all batting north of like 350 against this dude i say it happens put it all together plus 156 and that plays into your rbi pick that you had anyway back to game one of the Stanley Cup Finals. 
I don't know why, but I like Arturi Lekkonen for a goal tonight. Anytime goal for him is a plus 275 in 17 career games against Tampa. Uh, he's got three. Uh, he's notched three goals in those. So not an incredible stat there, but he does have 37 shots on goal over the course of those 17 games. So he's not afraid to shoot it. And I told you on yesterday's pod that this avalanche team is deep y'all it's not just about mckinnon and mccarr everybody on this team has the ability to score so i'm going to roll with lekkonen who's had a pretty good postseason so far this one's juiced up so it's not my favorite but miko rantanen over two and a half on the sogs it's at a minus 170 at DraftKings, so you might want to pair that up with something else but if you go back and look at rantanen um in the last contest they had late in the season against tampa he actually had five shots on goal he's finally starting to wake up after after having a very slow start in rounds one and two, he had a goal in each of the four games of the sweep against Edmonton. So I like that. And then right now, Andre Vasilevsky's saves prop mm-hmm. is sitting at 32 and a half. It's actually, according to our friends at BetMGM, one of the most bet player props in this game tonight with people taking the over on the 32 and a half that plays into the narrative that Brad and I, that Brad just shared with you that I was talking about after the pod yesterday, that I think the abs are going to try to pepper him with shots. And in that most recent game, the one that I was talking about, Miko uh, having the five shots on goal, Vasilevsky had 44 saves. The abs put 47 shots on him. Three of them got through Um, and he uh, managed to have 44 saves. I think we may see a game like that, and I'll also tell you this. If he doesn't get the over for game one tonight, I'm going to turn around and bet it again on game two. These two teams could feel each other out just a little bit tonight, but the abs know the way to get to Vasilevsky is it's kind of like throwing darts against the dartboard, Brad. you got to throw as many as possible and hope one of them hits the bullseye uh, because Vasilevsky's that good. you got to give yourself a lot of chances. Yep, no doubt about it. Love that call on the saves prop. All right, uh, I've got no more hockey uh, because the only player I know is Nate McKinnon, so I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, but I do got some more baseball plays. So let me go ahead and get you some tickets here. Uh, let's do a matinee special because this game, uh, first pitch at right around 3 o'clock Central time, uh, though this game being played out west, uh, San Francisco hosting the Kansas City Royals. John Heasley, uh, who is the starter for KC, his strikeout prop is just at 3.5, and, and I'm going to take the over at plus 100. Pull this one from DraftKings. The Giants have the fourth highest strikeout rate of any team in Major League Baseball in the month of June. And that's a 25.9%. Now, you look at Heasley, uh, stealthily, he has been piling up the Ks. Last four starts, 5Ks, 3Ks, 5Ks, 7Ks, uh, with a hat tip 3.38 ERA, that slider and curve, uh, or plus pitches for him during that stretch. So, I like that one quite a bit. Let's stay with the strikeout steam here. And let's do a little two-legger, and you can get some old strikeout uh, numbers at FanDuel, and I like putting these together so Captain Ukiar doesn't come into play. Give me Luis Castillo, 5-plus K is another game that's earlier on in the day, and I'm going to match that with Tyler Anderson of the Dodgers, 5-plus K. that's plus 108 uh, there again at FanDuel Sportsbook. Anderson has done this in six of his last seven starts, uh, and he's going up against the Angels, who had the highest K rate of any team in Major League Baseball over the last 30 days at 26.9%. Meanwhile, Castillo taking on those Diamondbacks, uh, who are not exactly the uh, slithering in the box score. Uh, they have the fourth highest K rate at 24.5% over the last month. And you look at Castillo, uh, he is uh, punched out at least five 
in five of his last seven starts. So I like that one quite a bit. And again, you get a plus 108. Uh, elsewhere, let's do a little three-leg alt Team run totals on this parlay. Uh, give the Atlanta Braves four plus runs. And one of the hottest teams in Major League Baseball. 6.9 runs per game here in the month of June. They have hit the over on four runs in 11 of their last 14 games and three of five against Washington, who they're facing tonight. Give me Boston four plus runs. Uh, they're taking on Oakland. Uh, they have done this in every game against the A's this season, all four of them, and have uh, scored at least four and eight of their last 12. And give me Toronto. The Blue Jays breathing fire right now now uh, to score four plus runs against Baltimore and Bruce Zimmerman. Uh, the Jays have a 951 OPS here in the month of June, averaging 6.9 runs per game, and they have hit at least four runs in 17 of their last 19 games, Lundy. And if all three of those hit, again, Braves four-plus runs, Red Sox four-plus runs, Jays four-plus runs, that's plus 154 at BetMGM. And the last one I have for you, uh, give me the under three-and-a-half runs through five innings between the Tampa Rays and... And the New York Yankees, you got a pair of studs on the mound and Shane McClanahan and a man with uh, the, you know, quite honestly, one of the finest face laces you'll ever see. And Nestor Cortez and that mustache, uh, both of them sensational early in games. McClanahan, 1.61 ERA, first time through the order. Cortez, 0.68 ERA, first time through the order. More importantly, too, uh, the Rays have really struggled over the first five innings, averaging uh, well south of three runs per game. They're number 22 in Major League Baseball and runs scored uh, through five innings on a per-game basis this season. So I like the under there, three-and-a-half runs through five, minus 120 right now at DraftKings. And that is a wrap on this loaded edition of the Faith and Always podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Uh, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, fade or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.